This is Frame of Reference, a podcast where two homeschooling parents unpack our perspectives on varying topics related to parenting, education, and the absolute fuckery of our nation. I'm Takesha, and this is... Shanice. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, they, them. Shanice, what are your pronouns? I am ambivalent. <laughs> Fair. I was having a conversation with my um, husband yesterday, and I was like, if I was born, or we had the language that is now coming up today, I'd probably be more non-binary. I don't know what that means for me today, because I don't, I don't care. Not, not going to say I don't care as much, but I don't really have any, like, I'm indifferent to a lot of it. But at the same time, I feel like I always had challenges with these like the way girls are supposed to be perceived in society and I always had an issue with that. I find it's interesting. I like the whole pronoun thing. I had to correct someone today on asking a question about gender and then the options being male, female and how those aren't genders. <laughs> so there was that. Yeah. Anyway, so what's going on? Um Shanice made a suggestion that I tell you guys when we're recording in reference to when you will hear this and we are mid-october right now so by the time you hear this it will be the beginning of early in november um so what's going on is a lot of different things um we're hoping to do a pickling workshop this month we have some park meetups on the calendar you should, if you're listening to this in, when you listen to this in November, there will be a park meetup. Um, November 19th, we'll be meeting at the Ponderosa Farm Park in Scotch Plains. I said all those things right. Um, 11.30, I think we're starting. If you're, so if you're in whatever that area is, northern, northern central New Jersey, <laughs> come join us. Um, I suggest that if you can bring your, um, I'm sorry, I don't know what Shanice is doing over there, but <laughs> it's distracting me. Um, bring your wheels of some sort, because it's a nice place for the kids to roll around. There is a hill involved, so proceed with caution if you're a, um, antsy or helicopterish kind of parent. Um, what else do we have going on? Like I said, we're doing pickling this month. November, I don't have it on here, but we're supposed to do an elderberry syrup workshop. And I don't know when that will be. If it's going to be a weekday or a weekend, I will look into that. Um, so you might want to follow us on our respective platforms to find that. At FAM, S-A-M, the number four, equity, or homeschooling B-I-P-O-C, B-I-P-O-C, right? Mm -hmm. the handle homeschooling by POC on Instagram for both of us you can follow there um, I'm not going to do the intro here I'm going to let Shanice um, maybe talk a little bit about the her blog that is now you probably would have heard by now because I scheduled it today for you to be able to hear um, the introductions for this new blog that Janice has introduced so by the time this comes out you would have you would be familiar with it but maybe we should still talk about it anyway is there anything about it that you might want to highlight that maybe you didn't do in the intro or since now um we had what now about a month and a half so we went up we went live at the beginning of September or early September um I think interview with the homeschooler section is pretty interesting to see how differently everybody is doing things. We've had uh, some books that we've been reading. I think a bunch of things that we mentioned here on the podcast. We talked about our childcare woes and I've got some coming down pipeline on free-range parenting um, and I got a one coming up in a couple weeks about boundaries as a litmus test 
So that'll be uh, fascinating for a lot of you, I'm sure. But uh, so we'll see. Having a good time doing that, and the kids have been working on trying to figure out what ha what they want to do to contribute in some way, because they want to have their own section on the blog. So we're still flushing that out. I was laughing because I should not have my computer open right now, but I do. And a friend of mine posted a Nightline clip, I guess, of some guy trying to rob, rob a bank. He tried to get up over the counter. The woman pushed him back. Was this when he leaves his gun on the counter? Yeah. And I'm just thinking to myself, sis, like, how long are you going to let that gun sit there before you do something? I don't know if I've seen the full thing. I feel like I've heard about it or came across it in some way. She finally gets the gun and he runs away. And then he came back to try and get her to give him the gun. That's when I lost it. it. Like, <laughs> it's not his gun. Sorry. <laughs> I, I need this back. I can't actually <laughs> go anywhere with and you can see him like talking to her, like, no, give me the gun. I'm like, no, sir, this is not <laughs> happening. And I'm, in fact, I'm calling the cops on you. Sorry about that, but <laughs> that's me. <weird>. No. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, well, okay. That's one way to approach that. Whew. Well, look what dumbest criminals, um, whatever those things are called. Hmm. What else? We talked about what's coming up. Oh, I went back to we also survived our first slumber party. We've had sleepovers. Oh, yeah. We've had sleepovers before, but they've been really informal. Like a friend is sleeping over and everybody. But uh, my oldest, in lieu of a party, we went on vacation. So this was a formal uh, slumber party that she got to have. Um, mini party instead of a big party um so she got to have all the extras that they don't get when people generally sleep over so how did that end um i'm assuming you'd have to take anybody home i wasn't taking anybody home anyway my <laughs> okay not you thing was, them coming to you. <laughs> um i would have neil stay up while you're and wait for your parents to come get you but i'm not taking anybody home uh, that's the assumed risk of letting your kids spend a night. You having to go get them? Yep. Um, Fair. You did go pick them up. I don't think that that's unfair. But they made it through um, the night? Yeah, they were fine, I guess. I gave some charcoal and some ginger tea. and uh, They ate a lot. They ate a lot of crap. Um, so we had a stomachache uh, by, by the end of the night, but... It was fine. They went, I don't know, Neil and I went in around 1.32 a.m. And they were up watching the Bring It On movies. Uh, You're talking about just the three, right? Because the younger I got up, one. Yeah, no. No. Um, Sears was up in, uh, in their room. Mm -hmm. I was not invited as part of the sleepover, so... I got up, I thought I heard Sirish at uh, like 8.30, so I got up to tell them, you know, to leave the rest of them alone, let them sleep, mm -hmm. but it was not Sirisha. They were up at 8.30, so how much sleep they actually got, I don't know. They were not that at I home. know. <laughs> I know I took, uh, I had to take one of them home around two i had planned to go back later but by two o'clock um her head was bothering her because she was so tired mm. um and so i took my two and her in the car the other the other one had gotten picked up earlier and both i would say maybe 10 minutes in they were both passed out <laughs> well my kids were here for your earlier part of that and they were knocked the fuck. <laughs> well, Jonathan, I think Jonathan made it home. Come on, I saw out in the car. And then the rule was for them to go in the house and just go to bed. And they managed that. But we had a little hiccup because we get to the house 
and of course my husband leaves the front light on or whatever and I'm like what is that on the storm door it looked like a stick with multiple legs and I said this to y'all and I was like it had more than four legs she's like well it was an insect so it had to have more than four legs I'm like okay fine I'm an idiot but you know but I don't know if it had six or eight I don't know how many it had all I know is the body looked like a stick and I was not getting close to that so we were all paused on the stairs just staring at this and I text message Greg to open the door because I figure if he opens the door it'll scare it away a little bit apparently he was asleep because we got home at like 11 something at night I know when we got home we got home at 11 15 because I told Jonathan they have 45 minutes until it's tomorrow and he was like ah <laughs> which was funny but um I was like, ah, daddy's not answering, so um, I guess we're going to have to go in through the garage. So I went back towards the car, and they were like, we're going to go hide in the car. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> the, the car, you know, the opener is in the car, so I'm just going to open the car, and the, the garage door. So I open the garage door and go through the thing. So because I can't now sleep knowing that this, like, ferocious stick thing, which is not that big, it wasn't, it just looked weird, it was on my door. I opened the front door to bang it off of the storm door. And that motherfucker didn't just crawl away. It flipped and flew away. And now I'm like, what the hell was that? I was feet. I was just done. I was like, I don't know what kind of bug that is. And I feel like I've seen it before. I don't know. Not as far as like seen it in like outside somewhere. I feel like it's been around my house. Like it lives in my yard and it only comes out at night. So now I'm like, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> Which was funny because the other day we came home from, we went to Yael's for the, to put up her, to, I didn't really help her, but to observe her husband put up his, the sucker in their backyard. <laughs> and we got home, it was kind of dark by the time we got home, and the kids were taking forever in the car, and my ass got my shit and went in the house. I was like, I'm not waiting for y'all anymore because it's too dark out here to be playing around with these bugs. So I went in the house, but... Outside of that, we did have an, a lovely time, like with the s'mores and stuff that we got to do here for the year, the first half of your, um, what, um, teens, whatever you want to call it, sleepover that we weren't actually technically invited to. <laughs> but that was fun. They enjoyed that. Now all they want to talk about is s'mores. I'm so mad that I introduced s'mores to them and they were disinterested. <laughs> but all of a sudden, you get a fire going. And that changes the whole. Let me say we had a hell of a time with this fire. So where we are, first of all, there's already like plenty of back and forth about what the breakdown between North, South, and Central New Jersey is. Now we have to add in that on the fire map we are in a different locate, or we were grouped with a different location than we generally are otherwise. So we've been watching, we were on a restrict fire restriction um, in our county for the last two weeks or so. And we had been watching for the better part of a week because Tegan really wanted to have a fire at her slumber party to do hot dogs and marshmallows and blah, blah. So the day of, the morning of, I checked again and it, we were still under restriction. So we waited and then Neil came home and he tried to get the fire going in the grill, the barbecue, and that was a production. <laughs> it was a production and they managed and then they had to, they couldn't do it all at the same time. They had to take turns and they, we finally got it going. Everybody had their s'mores and it was fine. And they had the hot dogs the next day, the next morning. Mm. Um, just yeah. made a gap up for morning. Saturday morning <laughs> to see that yesterday, the, the prior afternoon, which would have been like two hours after I had checked, they had cleared the fire rating down to the lowest form, so they could have just had their fire. I would have been so tight. <laughs> I would have been so tight. But yeah, so um, I was very annoyed. I mean, on the plus side, that means that now our co-op can have like s'more time, which we've been trying to, which we really into. Um, my kids are all about the s'mores. Janice has these fun, now I need to get some skewers like these to roast things. Not that I go out in my backyard because I'm pretty sure a fox lives in my backyard at night. <laughs> so 
I feel like I'm one of the few people without like a fence. So it's like, oh, we, I can hang out back here. You've got some fun fruits in your backyard or whatever is in my backyard that the birds be eating or whatever. So I don't know about a nighttime thing until we get that situated. But yeah, um, we are now, now my kids like s'mores. Jonathan was like, I want one of those things, the thing we had at Shanice's house. I'm sipping tea and yada, yada, yada. So, I bought some chocolate the other day because we do have some ground crackers. Like I said, I offer them s'mores. I literally, I put them in the toaster oven because I'm, you know, bootleg. And I put the thing on top. They usually melt, although I don't think, I think I was worried about it um, burning. So, maybe the marshmallow wasn't fused to the chocolate like it could be. But when I came back later, they had just licked the chocolate off of the graham cracker. And I was like, that's not even that. And only one of them likes marshmallows. But for some reason, the boys this time was like, oh, this is ooey gooey. Everybody else is eating it. So I'll enjoy this. You know, there's the- something, though. There's, <laughs> like, I have I grew up making s'mores or just roasting marshmallows, mm-hmm. like, on the flame, the gas flame mm-hmm. on the stove. Or, like, however you had to do it. I've made them in the oven. There is something very different about the smoke that you get from a live fire that mm-hmm. it makes it different. I can see that because of the way it burns the sugars and stuff like that. But they didn't even try it. It's not even like they half bit it and it was like, oh, no, I'm not feeling this marshmallow. It was literally like, oh, chocolate. <laughs> so I thought for sure that when we finally got that up out there and they started seeing these marshmallows. But I think I think it was so many other things happening. It was like the lore of seeing everybody else do it and stuff, but it was just, it's like, you know what, fine, fair. Any new experiences, I will be sure to make sure that you experience them in different ways so that you can have your whatever. Just like we're gonna do a road trip in in next week or whatever, and then see how that goes for them too. New experiences. But yeah, but it was fun. And I, I mean, I appreciate it, but it's just, doesn't take away from the annoyance of like, showed you guys marshmallows. Oh, Kamor ate some of it. It's just kind of, Jonathan Tyson was just like, I don't like marshmallows. And he, Tyson cries when I am making hot chocolate and I say, who wants a marshmallow? And Kamor goes, I do. He goes, I don't want a marshmallow. I'm like, okay, I'm not giving you one. But if I pull one out, he thinks like it's going in. I'm not, for, I'm not gonna force you to have a marshmallow. You don't have to worry about that. You said you don't want one. I asked because I care, value whatever, but I also know that if I don't ask, that one day is the day you're gonna all of a sudden be like, I want a marshmallow. So I keep asking, but I'm not gonna force you, force feed you a marshmallow. Don't worry. It's a trip. So <laughs> what I did is that the next morning, Sierra and I got up, and Sierra helped me make the make waffles. Mm. So they had waffles nice. and whipped cream fun. and homemade whipped that cream stuff. Did you make the whipped cream? Yeah. And <laughs> That's they, nice. So they had that, and then they had all the hot dogs and sausages. Hot, hot dogs for breakfast sounds funny, even though it's like it's a it's it and is they a sausage. They ate on the deck, and they that sounds funny. And that's then they funny. washed more. I think oh they they came up. They wanted to wash Descendants too, which Sirsha partially owned okay. because they they went on that together. So they came up and asked Sirsha so that they could watch it. So then they included Sirsha for the rest of the morning and afternoon. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that is kind of weird. I wonder how it would play out the other way if Sirsha had to sleep over that Tegan wasn't invited to. Mm, the same way. You think so? But I feel like Tegan wouldn't be a, wouldn't care as much in a certain to a certain degree because even when the kids are playing here, she checks out sometimes. You're like, okay, I'm done playing with you guys. And she, like, does her own thing. But that's interesting. It would not work the same in my house. These kids don't understand the concept of, like, personal time. Someone else having their own whatever. Maybe in a couple of years. But, yeah. Um, so I have a question that I wanted to ask you. And I thought it was, like, a good, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's actually a good podcasting question. Um, it came up in a conversation my husband and I were having last night it's accidentally like I didn't really mean for it to happen but do you do you have 
secrets in your marriage? Are there things that your husband in doesn't know about marriage? You? Does not know about me? Yes. Mm. Or even if they're not secrets, they're just things that just haven't come I up. I would say probably. Um, probably. I mean, not intentionally, but I remember... Ooh. I want to say... Not last year, because we were already here last year. So in the last two years, we've gone out. We, we always, we've always had regular date nights, just the two of us. Um, I want to say sometime in the last two years, we've gone out and we were having a conversation about um, like exes mm-hmm. uh, or a particular ex. Um, And I recall him saying, oh, I've never heard that before. I've never heard the the entirety of the situation or the story or whatever. So, I guess, yeah. You All these are... years later. But, we, I mean, we talk a lot. But yeah. I guess, mm. You're about, you're 10 years in, or uh, going into 11 We've years. been married 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And into. how long have you known each other? Not even dating, but just like mm-hmm. how long have you known each other? Maybe 15 years? Yeah, about 15 years. We're going into fully knowing each other at the end of this year, 17 years. And in February, we're inching into 11 years of marriage. And it was kind of funny because it, it caught him off guard. I was just like, not inter- not actually volunteer. I, you know, I I just talk. <laughs> Sometimes I don't thank people when I'm talking. But I, I made some comments that I was thinking one day about the things that you don't know about me are secrets. And it caught him off guard like... Wait, you have secrets? <laughs> you know? And he was like, "Are they new secrets?" I'm like, "No, I mean just stuff that's just never come up. Like even before we've met." And it just find I found it very interesting that the conversation that ended up happening out of that that was just kind of like kind of mm-hmm. awesome in a way, but it was just funny. I was like, "This isn't. It's not like oh, I'm keeping a secret from you that I no. I close it well, on no, car. It's just like things that just so I mean, yeah. and regularly like I'll put on something for the kids or I'll be tell, describing a movie or something to them." And Neil be like, I've never seen that. And I'm always convinced that he was like <laughs> locked in the closet for all of his childhood because it happens too frequently. Like, what did you actually watch and do as a child? I feel like that has, sense. I feel like I'm that way sometimes with things like like Disney stuff. Like we didn't grow I didn't grow up watching a lot of stuff or when they came out and by the time it was like available, I had no interest in it. Or even like I think we talked about this, the um Christmas story. How Greg watches that? Isn't that the one he should try? Yeah. Every year he watches it and I it's can't. like a, it's a nostalgic thing and I'm like Modern cable has ruined that for me. Yeah. I don't recall ever detesting that movie the way that I do <laughs> now. And I will have to say it's got to be the last five or ten years that it's just been a constant thing at Christmas. Like, I don't, mm. Yeah. I'm noticing I can't that with tolerate it now. Even with like Halloween stuff, I didn't know just how many stuff had Halloween related like shows until I was looking on TV this past weekend and I'm like, Oh wow, so there's a lot of Halloween related or even I don't know, how would you define decide a nightmare before Christmas? Is that a Halloween movie or is that a Christmas well, movie? Well, this is the classic debate, right? <laughs> it's like is Die Hard a it's Christmas not. movie? Is Gremlins wow. absolutely um, <laughs> Great things Die Hard is, and I bought him that Die Hard um, once, um, Christmas. What is it called? What's the Twas the Night Before mm. a Die Hard? I I don't know. I don't care. But I he has decided. He has like solidified that yes, that is a Christmas movie. I'm like fine. But Gremlins, I don't even remember it having anything to do with Christmas. No, <laughs> the scene. It's like when the girl. It's the girl. The guy. They're talking about like. How this is like the worst time of year because this tragic event happened at mm. Christmas. Like, yeah, I don't. Now I have to see it again. I will watch Gremlins. I won't watch Pet Cemetery though again, or even Thinner. Those I remember mm. really creeping me out. But what the twins sat through a nightmare before Christmas. Here's the thing. This is funny. Enough. I don't think it's. 
I mean, I guess it's dark. I don't what, know, Nightmare I don't Before think Christmas? It's scary. The, all the characters are creepy. I'm like judging Tim Burton. I don't like Tim Burton in general, but so I was well, watching. Well, weird, but. They I don't were all know this, that I would say. It was creepy. Crawl, it was all it, weird. It's weird to be weird. Weird. But I remember somebody that I went to, I worked with who her birthday was like the day after Halloween and she loved that movie. Like she had the characters and she really related to whatever the woman character, whatever, female character, whatever. And I was just watching it like, who likes this shit? Then I remember how much I like Beetlejuice mm. and Adam's film because Adam's family came on after and I was like, yeah, like, I love my Adam's family. Watched the Adam's family before. <laughs> I don't think they realized or it's they didn't process it completely. But they've watched it since we've been back from Salem. Mm-hmm. It's a different and the, the I don't I wouldn't say that they like it. I would say they're amused by it. Mm-hmm. But I was watching it and I was like, I'm kind of bored by this. I like what that. was so interesting about this. But I did, what I did do is that I've been watching The Addams Family, the show. I remember that. It's on, uh, it's available on Amazon. Wait, are you talking about the show before the movie or are you talking about the cartoons? No, the, the black and white show. Oh, okay. It's it's available on Amazon. I don't remember. So I've been watching. I've watched a few. I would rather watch old TV in most cases than yeah. anything new. I was reading, I was on IMDb because sometimes I go down a rabbit hole, especially if I don't recognize it, remember a character, an actor's name. Mm-hmm. I'll go like, oh, let me go look that up. And one of the things I read about, um, I guess the thing for Adam's family is that, first of all, I didn't notice that the grandmother changed from the first one to the second one. <laughs> so did I miss that? I don't know why, because it didn't seem like the, the first one died. I'm like, oh, they just decided to change the character, the actress or whatever. Um, but in the original series, mm-hmm. Uncle Fester was Morticia's uncle. And then in the movie, they changed it to um, Gomez's brother. But that was weird mm. that they made that type of change. I also like that, that that's, um, what do you call it? What's his name? Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. I just enjoy that that's him. <laughs> um, but yeah. The kids, I will. The kids like the Adams family. I think the second one is a better one than the first one. Kind, I kind of like. I like that because I like the whole scene with Wednesday and the um, Indians. Yeah, that's the one that they just watched. I like that. See, my kids want to see the cartoon. Native Americans, Indigenous peoples. Yes, all those other, all those things (laughs) are better than what. Yeah, Um, but then I was reading some things about the problematicness of like his sketch because Pocahontas wouldn't have been at the first thing so I was like yeah, okay but it was problematic in so many ways but yeah um, well yeah but <laughs> that is the point yeah. I mean <laughs> exactly so yeah so I like those and then I like Beetlejuice so I'm like okay I like creepy stuff too but something about Tim Burton shit that just still annoys me like how we talk about the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie his see version. I don't mm, don't like it it's just it's just dark in really weird ways. Like you need a therapist. <laughs> like is this your outline? I don't know. I feel like I liked Edward Scissorhands mm. though. Like yeah, but I don't. Uh... I don't know. I don't know if it's because Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Is a remake of a beloved classic for most people, mm. or what? But there's something about that that feels very different than the other movies. That I mean that that very well could just be it. He's it's Johnny Depp. It's it's a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's just so dark. I mean, when you once you, once I read the book, going back to the Willy Wonka was disturbing because I'm like, why they killed the dad? <laughs> like there's certain things that they do in that storyline for it that I'm just like, well, that's weird too. But yeah, there it, it is a classic, and I like Gene Wilder and all those other things. And he he's still a twisted character. But yeah, the Johnny Depp one just I think he just takes a turn in the sense of like going so dark, and then you give him this backstory, and then his voice is weird. It's just so many things that just like yeah, um, I don't know. Um, but also, so speaking of things that we've been doing is listening to audiobooks written by Road Dahl. And I was telling someone about the, we were talking like, um, I think I've talked to Yael and Lucy about these things about his 
style because I think I like this idea I don't know if the kids are picking up on it but it's I would like for us to have more dialogue about it like the author's um, style of writing and like I like his literary puns and everything like that but he's racist and he's also weird like we talk about like weird with kids like his like certain thing like his this is overarching well, the thing about theme is that they are modern fairy tales right and so they are they're literally modern fairy tales like that's what the they follow that outline and that's the way that they are set up and that's um and then there's a, the moral arch and there's the the arc and there's you know all the they're fairy tales. And when you look at that, like fairy tales at their core have traditionally been very dark. Um, yeah, like going way back to Grimm and mm-hmm. beyond, right? So, yeah, we're listening to his following a. What is it? The Amazing Story of Henry Sugar? The Incredible Story? Of I think, and I think part of it too is that you're. approaching the or the stories you're approaching the stories from the mindset of a child in Mm -hmm. which um you are dealing with listening getting distracted by (laughs) singing Singing, i guess um so when you're dealing with the imagination of a child uh both good and bad right so Mm -hmm. like things being completely exaggerated and extreme um but also the how terrible the adults are Mm -hmm. and how that feels to a child like this is Mm -hmm. what it feels like whether you're you could be saying something completely normal and necessary and but like for a child it's like this is the worst harshest thing you've ever done to me Mm -hmm. Um, well they also i was the thing i was saying to the yael that i noticed about him is that he's also a unreliable narrator in the sense that he sets you up like the fantastic miss um is it fantastic yeah the fantastic mr fox the first thing he tells you is that the fox is the the hero of the story, right? But as I listen to, because we we got the audio book, but my car does a thing where I can record, I mean, uh, copy the, the CD, so it's in the car, so we're listening to it off and on, and I'm like, the more I listen to it, I was like, I don't know if I was given the option of having my own um, perspective on the fox, if I would see them as the hero of the story you know oh and have you ever seen the um movie the fantastic mr fox it's weird i don't like that sort of like stop motion claymation mix that came out in the 2000s not here for it That, but also when you I watch the people, they completely redid the story. It's like the nut job. Mm. It feels more like that, and I'm just like, but this has nothing to do with the book. Like you almost you could have named it something else then. But it's George Clooney is the fox, so that's yeah. weird too. But um, I've been trying to find it so my kids yeah. can watch it. Um, so we. I found it last night by accident. I turned on TV for something and it was on. So I had to like find it again so I could record it so they could watch it. Because they've been wanting... They, that's their other thing. Wanting to watch the movies related to the books we're reading. Which I don't know. I think I set them up to failure. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen as often as... Because we just happened to listen to a couple of Roald Dahl books that were also movies. Um, they also like The Lemonade War again. So we were listening to that in the car again. Mm, that reminds me. I really like that. I want to actually sit down and address those concepts because I really think we might be ready for Jonathan to actually have a business soon because he keeps talking about like things are coming together they have the Monopoly game now they learn they understand how to play Monopoly they're understanding the the purpose of money in a more concrete way it's all these things happening so I feel like maybe I can get him to do every I made those muffins yesterday he was like are we going to sell them no I'm just making muffins but yeah so we're moving forward. So, I, but I was as I listened to it, I was like, I like that thing that she does at the beginning of each chapter, defining a certain term, and then if I want to do that with them, I really do miss the business expo. 
I thought that was a fun thing that could have had more, like, got more attraction or been a little more whatever, but, you know, whatever. Getting people to actually do their part is sometimes hard. Um, yeah, so, well, I don't even know how we got here. <laughs> Tangents. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. Do you have any suggestions or anything based on what we've been talking about? Is there a book that you really think anybody, like, you would like to mention to um, people? Um, is this a book that I have? Oh, good. I can recommend. Here's a book that Shanice has. And I think, is this yours or is this a library book? That is mine. Yeah. So... I like this book. Let's talk about body. But it's up there because that's the stuff that we're reading this week. And let's talk about body, boundaries, consent, and respect. We have this book. Although, I'm wondering if mine is hardcover. I think mine might be paperback. Um, I, I don't read, I, no, this is the right one. Same thing. But it's, yeah, it's a really good book. Which actually might re- lead into what I wanted today's main topic to be. Um... But I think you should get it. It's really good to talk about consent. Uh, I feel like there's another book. Um, there's one on the back that says no means no. But I thought there was another one that kind of... Maybe it's this body safety education. No. I don't know. My body... My body, what I say goes. It might be good. But it's a good... Um, consent. Book about mm, let's consent. see. This month... Tegan and I are reading Real Friends together, which is a graphic novel. Um, it is a series. She has started it already. I have not. Um, and then Searsha and I are reading... Can you grab that one right there? How to Build a Hug. It's the one in the back facing this way. Um, oh, that's cute. And it's about Temple Grandin and her amazing Squeeze machine is the full title. <laughs> that's cute. Um, so that's what we are reading together. I just started Trans. I think it's called Trans, a fun and quirky short history or something. Um, that has been interesting so far. It really is short. I think it's just like a hundred and so pages. Um, is it that an adult book? Is that it, it's an adult book. It is listed on the blog on the things that I am reading. I'll put a link on um, that too. Before. So there's a very specific list on the blog from a couple of weeks ago. And it is the things that I am determined to read before the end of the year. Because they have been sitting for too long on my to-be-read pile. Um and I think that's it. I have a list in my phone of books I've come across this week to either order from the library or to order and add to my to-be-read pile. Um, I'll tell you guys what they are, and if you've read them, you can let me know and possibly save me from reading them if they're terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Unpregnant by Jenny Hendricks and Ted Kaplan. Um... That I came across in a bookstore in Salem a couple weeks ago, but I was determined not to buy books on that vacation. What about miscarriage? What does it mean? What is it? So the premise is that trying to figure out how you get um, high school students and her friend go on like a thousand mile road trip to get a legal safe abortion. And, like, their Thelma and Louise-esque experience on the way to and from. So, uh, it looks interesting, interesting, so I will check that out. A a, a movie in the making. (laughs) (laughs) Might be our future again very soon. Um, The other one is Motherhood So White. By Nefertiti Austin, which is supposed to be a memoir of race, gender, and parenting in America. And no, Why No One Will Play With Me, The Better Play Plan. Um, from Carolyn McGuire with Teresa Barker. And that I'm is... I'm going to try to put all of these in called the notes. The, 
the subtitle of that is to help children of all ages make friends and thrive. And I'm just curious, um, as we continue battling these like supremacist, uh, colonial concepts and ideologies, I'm just interested to see how and if we are evolving um, when it comes to teaching kids about relationships, particularly friendships and platonic relationships, which is healthy relationships in general. So um, I've been looking into a lot of different topics, a lot of different books on the topic, um, just to see how that's playing out. I don't have high hopes, but you know. <laughs> you know, those will probably be library books. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and I'm getting ready to get, speaking of doll, we usually read The Witches every October to get ready for Halloween, so I, I have to pick my, that up. I think it's on my audio um, list, because the only way we're getting through books is through audio. I think it's on my, um... We just finished The Wild Robot. Uh, the kids loved it. I'm... No, Matilda's on my hold, and I thought, I tried to do I survived, so, <laughs> so, we listened to it in the car. Um, that's on my list. Yeah, to things to read. I mean the kids loved it. Um, <laughs> so they cried. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. There's a sequel I will not be listening to. But so as far as books are concerned, I gave up on what's it called? Um, Where the Red Friend Grows. Mm. I really enjoyed that book as a child, and I don't know why. Because I couldn't get through the like him talking on audio. Yeah, I mean it's it's hard. There's so many things that have to be hit in order to make something tolerable to listen to. It was. I mean, maybe I've changed. I'm not the person I was in third grade. (laughs) I just can't. Even my kids don't seem interested in it. But I remember liking that story. Although I feel like I felt what is it? Not attack. What's the word that we use to find when someone is like blasting you or calling you out for something? When um, what's her name? Uh, my Marley Diaz. Is it Marley? Mm-hmm. Marley Diaz. The reason for her creating the book blog that she did was because she was tired of reading about. Um, boys and their dogs, white boys and their dogs, and I'm like, when she said that, when the first time I ever heard that term or like her, her reasoning or whatever, I was like, oh, my, one of my favorite books was Where the Red Friend Grows. That's literally the description. <laughs> like I feel a little, you know, called out. Okay, whatever. But yeah, um, so I don't know if that's it, but I'm still trying to present it. I'm trying to. Still expose the kids to certain things that you know because I do want to start dialogues and have certain conversations but I don't know if I just am not the person or I suck kind of in some ways for having certain dialogues or they're just not there yet but Could to be me they're both, a combination you know, of all yeah. you know, so we'll but I mean at least we're doing it because they do appreciate stories in the car. It's the best time for them to listen to a story. Because every time you find a story in the house, they're so loud I and running around. I find being in the stories, podcasts too, to a certain extent. But not, you know, it depends on the podcast and you can get into all of that. Mm-hmm. But I find um, if I need a break or if I need quiet or anything like that, if I just put a story on or if they're annoying me, mm-hmm. then everybody's calm almost instantly. It's calm and quiet and listening and... In the car or in general? In, in general, but particularly in the car. In the car is our best place. They requested in the house, like... Jonathan, if I turn off on the car, he's like, what's next? What's going to happen next? Can we listen to it when we get in the house? But then by the time we get in the house, they're just so all over the place. The best thing to do is to give them an activity to do and then put it on. 
and it'll keep them more distracted longer. They also like music for that. I just need another way of them getting podcasts or audios that's not using my phone and my speaker. Because mm. then I can't use those two things. So their tablets they have Kindles. It's not the same thing. But the iPad that I have, because it's such an old iPad, first of all, now I can't find the charger, which is really pissing me off because it's a different charger from my iPad because that's how old the iPad is. But also when I try to use the stuff on there, they're like, like updates and stuff. It kind of makes it all. Keisha's iPad has been missing for five days. Oh, oh sorry. No. This is the dinner alarm, you guys. At least you guys know we're consistently recording at the same time of day. <laughs> Even though um, we've been here longer than that. <laughs> Just end up in the same pattern. Um, she, Her has been missing for like five days. So she's been using... The, my kids go to sleep. Well, not anymore. Tegan gets the iPad three times a week, up from two times a week, so she renegotiated for another day. Um, but prior to that, they both went to sleep every night. We would read to them, and then they would go to sleep listening to audiobooks. Um, the problem with that is that eventually it got to the point where Tegan would not read or did not want to read on her own. She just listened to audiobooks. So now we're, we're in a good balance, so that she's adding days back in. Um, but Sierra still goes so she's been using Tegan's iPad because Tegan is only using it a few days a week but then last night was one of Tegan's nights that she uses it and so she but you had like you had five days to find your iPad which you had known and the only reason this has not been an issue soon is because Tegan had to sleep over and skipped a couple days um but like had a complete meltdown last night and stayed up later to find the iPad, couldn't find the iPad. I went in Sierra's room this morning to make sure the air purifier was off because they, they leave out and it stays on all day and it drives me crazy. Um, went to turn the air purifier off, leaned in to touch the light, turn, turn the light out, immediately found the iPad. Of course you did. Immediately, in there, 10 minutes. I've not said anything. I'm not going to say anything because there's no reason for this. Really? So, Daddy's going to have an interesting time at bedtime because I told her last night when she came down begging to us to negotiate, stay up longer to find this iPad, that she needs to find it today during the day, which she has not once looked for this the entire day <laughs> at all. Hasn't mentioned it, hasn't nothing the entire day. She needed to find it during the day. It's in her backpack. Hanging on the hook. Has she not used the backpack in five days? <laughs> oh my god. But she has but the, here's the kicker. We have not gone anywhere that would require the use of the iPad no in the backpack. <laughs> so you took the iPad from next to your bed where it goes, you did not go away, you did not go on any and trips, you remember. did not go anywhere. You put the iPad in the backpack. Sounds like me. That's Put it in a spot that you thought was logical at the time, and now you can't <laughs> fucking find it. <laughs> Yo, um, this reminds me of when the IDs, the kids got their new IDs. And initially when we got IDs, I bought an extra lanyard because I wasn't sure who would like what. And um, Home Depot's options kind of sucked, right? So I had four of these, the little the lanyards or whatever. So we get the new um, IDs. Everybody goes to go find their ID. So I can change it out, all right? Kyson can't find his. Is it in the car? I looked in the car twice. No, it's not in the car. We were running late for whatever we were going to that day. Maybe it was pumpkin picking, I don't remember. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go look upstairs. I can't find it either. I have no idea. I'm looking under couches because that's where everything ends up, you know, all those places. Don't know. But the argument, the, yeah, the thing that happens is if you guys cleaned up, you'd find stuff. I have no idea what his thing is. They mm -hmm. also, I also tell them to keep their ID in their book bag. There's no reason why it shouldn't have been in their book bag, right? I was like, screw it. Because you know, I told him that in order, he, he couldn't do something. I think it was he couldn't get his tablet until he found an ID. But I really wanted to get something done. And it was taking too long for him to find his ID. So I was like, fuck it. You just, you're going to get your, you can get your tablet for half of the time that Kamora and Jonathan got it. Because I just need to get something done at this point. You're taking too long to find your ID. And I had the other lanyard. I'm like, it's not a big deal. But then when I realized... The reason why I need him to get his other lanyard is because his um, 
key tag for his library card is on the lanyard. I, I, I don't want to, like, you need that as well. If we go to the library, you need it. Why this weekend or whatever day it was, Friday or whatever day I was in their room cleaning up stuff like taking their, um, I don't know, I was just cleaning up certain things. Like sometimes I want, when they don't clean up or they don't listen, I get annoyed and I just start putting all their toys into a bucket. Well, fine. Then everything goes off the, gets off the floor and I take it away. You know, like you don't want, you don't get anything. Fine. Um, and I go in this cubby because they have these, um, you know, Ikea, one of those cube things. So we call them the cubbies. And one of those cubbies, I look in the back, I'm like, there's this fucking um, lanyard right there with his old ID on it. I was just so annoyed because it's like in the most easiest place. You put it there. <laughs> Why didn't you look there? You never looked. And I didn't know to look there because I thought maybe it was under something. That's why you couldn't find it in other places. I just can't stand that. It's always it's so common. But yeah, anyway. Um, but I don't blame you. My kids got their tablets one day this past week and then promptly lost them again because they can't follow simple instructions that if you can't be in charge of your bodily functions, then you won't be able to have an eye the tablet or you do other things that you're not like you know so they're out but we started watching um whatchamacallit this season again the mass singer and I, f I find it as a fun family show for us to watch together i think it's hysterical how they try to guess who it is like they know celebrities <laughs> like who do you think it is mommy i'm like i don't even understand these clues i don't know who this person is yeah but that's kind of been our fun thing so, I don't know if there's anything else you want to bring up. I love how we really didn't have any plans for what to talk about. And the actual topic that we discussed, we didn't even get to. Mm -hmm. So, here's my question to you. I am looking at a 52-minute round, and I don't know how, what our goal is for these um, sessions. Do you want to have the, the, the topic conversation, or do you want to, like, kind of wrap up the, this session, this recording session? Uh, we probably stop here. Because right. I feel like that might take another 30 minutes. <laughs> so, so. I'm, not, I'm just not sure how I feel either way. All right. Well, we are... Um, things to look out for for us in the next coming weeks from when this will be posted is that we should have a mom's night out that you are welcome to join us. It's the second Tuesday of the month. So this will be Tuesday coming up if you're listening to this on the Friday that we drop this. Um, and then, oh, I don't see anything else on here, but I'm sure there's something going on in December. Now it's getting loud in here, so I'm, I'm gonna just say, I'm, I'm gonna just wrap up I'm and say this has been. This has been Frame of Reference. Thank you for listening. And we'll be back um, with another recording for you soon.